final score, Wrexham 2, Port Vale 1. It's, it's okay to get excited by games like this. I mean, obviously it wasn't our full-strength team. It wasn't Port Vale's full-strength team either, although they did pick some players who've been regulars this season. And you could see that in the first half, but Wrexham in the second half with a really rousing fight back and some spectacular performances off the bench by Paul Mullen, James McLean and James Jones really were decisive. Wrexham finished top of their group in the Bristol Street Motors Trophy. That guarantees us a home game. We also finish with our 100% record, which is rather pleasing. And if nothing else, goodness me, I think it's fair to say that our squad depth has been proven. Although maybe if I was a bit smarter, I'd have looked at the benches before the match and seen this coming. Wrexham's bench had a couple of young players, but was packed with experience. Port Vale's bench had a lot of youngsters on it. And at the turning point in the second half, Wrexham threw on first-teamers and Port Vale sent on a tranche of teenagers and that probably is a part of why the game really swerved in our direction. But anyway, the Wrexham side that was put out was designed to give experience and minutes in the legs. Dan Davis made his debut playing at left wing-back. Aaron James made his second start for us as a right-sided centre-back. And the opening half did not go our way. Port Vale got the ball down nicely, moved it around intelligently, and especially eye-catching for them was Reese Watkins, a young lad who'd only played six senior games before this, who, sitting at the, in the back end of the midfield, just ran everything beautifully. He was so smooth on the ball, passed it well, read the game, intercepted well. He looked magnificent. And Vale were on top. First chance was a free kick, which Conlon drove wide from 25 yards. Wrexham came back into things uh, just for the 20-minute mark, had an opportunity after a really nice move. Davis making a great interception in midfield, finding McAlinden perfectly. He drove to the edge area and fed Bickerstaff, but his shot was too straight. Uh, a comfortable save for Leutweiler. But Wrexham was struggling to piece passes together, was struggling to get out of the box. Although I would say we did defend well. The defensive unit was sound, and although Port Vale had an awful lot of the ball, they didn't create as many chances as maybe their domination should have done. And those that did come were tended to be outside the box, except for the goal. Deborah, the centre-back, came driving in from the left-hand side and from the edge of the area hits a super shot, which just missed the top right corner. And then a wonderful save by uh, Luke McNicholas making his, his home debut. Chislett picking the ball up, driving it in and a brilliant tip over at full stretch with his top hand reaching to push the ball over the bar. That was outstanding. And certainly as far as Wrexham were concerned, the highlight of the half. But ultimately they did make that close range charge and it all came from Walters splitting the Wrexham defence with a brilliant pass down the right. Massey, who'd been a threat down that side all game, feeding in a perfect first time cross along the floor. And Thomas was got goal side of Clueth and finished neatly from just outside the six-yard box. Wrexham had little spells of, of pressure, and during one of them, got a half chance, a long-throated near post, helped on, and Bickerstaff at the far side just couldn't get the ball, keep the ball down as he cleared the bar. But clearly, Phil Parkinson had inspired the team in the second half. Bit of enthusiasm, perhaps. And Wrexham came out much sharper from the very first. Wrexham were right at Port Vale, were getting really tight on their men, pushing hard onto them and pushing the, the back line up the pitch. And it looked like a totally different game. 
Having said that, in that period of domination before the substitutions, we only really made one chance, although it was a huge one. Young sweeping in a corner, Jordan Davis unmarked just outside the six-yard box, just mistimed his header, and as a result, it went wide, and you could see by the look on his face that he knew it was an absolutely glorious opportunity. But the tide had turned. Wrexham were well on top now, even if we weren't making that many chances. And that the big difference came when those three substitutes, Mullen McLean and James Jones, came on to replace Billy Waters up front and also the two youngsters, James and Dan Davis. And they made an immediate impact. Although having said that, the first chance, first couple of chances after the substitution actually came to Port Vale to kill the game off. Bua, who looked intermittently threatening on the left with a terrific dribble deep into Wrexham's box. And in the end, he tried a shot. A defender just got a def nick on it, and it was enough to deflect it on the post. Buer looked so frustrated, he felt he'd, he'd nailed the shot. From the corner as well came another opportunity. As the ball was played in short, and on the right side of the box, Chislett had a clear sight of goal, but it was a poor effort that he drove into the side netting. And he'd be made to pay, because of 19 minutes left, Wrexham pulled back a goal. James McLean, on the left, absolutely outstanding. He isolated the defender, Lomax, got round him and just whipped in the ultimate cross, curling away from the keeper and towards Mullen. The keeper dived, couldn't get to it, and Mullen had a simple side foot volley into an empty net from six yards out to score his 85th goal for Wrexham and his first as a substitute. Funnily enough, they, well, not funnily enough, we don't put him on the bench, do we? Nobody punts Mullen in the corner. Uh, Wrexham continued then to just batter away. Port Vale were getting trapped in their penalty area. It was difficult to get for them to get out. A lovely move saw Davis pull off a Zidane turn and then square it to the edge of the box where McLean, who was playing up front, dummied it and Mullen slashed in a shot that just missed the top left corner. It was an interesting setup because in making those changes, we'd gone to four at the back with McAlinden at left wing back, Kazana at right wing back, Boyle and Cluith in the middle. And then that midfield diamond had Mullen at the point and then McLean up front for Bickerstaff. And McLean was very, very interesting. He was driving up players, beating them, whipping in crosses, getting in shots. He was tremendous. Um, the Another chance comes soon afterwards. Bickerstaff doing well on the flank, feeding the ball in. And McLean hitting... Uh, remarkably ambitious shot it was glorious from about 30 yards it just took a nick off of the, a defender and that sent it looping just off target again by McLean's reaction I think he thought that he'd scored a worldie uh, he wouldn't have to wait too much longer for his goal though but first Davis hitting a free kick from the, just outside the box Lloyd Filer choosing to punch it and getting away with it and uh, then Bickerstaff drove in from the left and smashed in a shot which took a deflection and went just wide before with seven minutes left. A remarkable turn of events, a break down the right. The ball pulled back into the goal by Mullen. Lloyd Filer goes to ground but fumbles it. Bickerstaff does well to snatch the rebound quickly. His back's to goal, but he's sensible. He sees Jordan Davis and supports. He plays it as early as possible. Davis, with a glorious opportunity, strikes it cleanly with his right foot. And somehow Lloyd Filer has managed to get back up as all this has been quickly happening in the box and lunges and makes a remarkable save, pushing the ball over the bar. Incredible goalkeeping. Davis nailed it. And the two defenders who were standing between Davis and the goal had no chance. But somehow Lloyd Weiler pounced and just about clutched it over the bar. If you were there, you'll know exactly what I mean. 
if you're watching the stream or you get to have a look at highlights or anything like that, you may not because the strike and the save was so good that you don't really catch it properly from the pictures. But if you were there, you'll have seen that was a heck of a save. Unfortunately for Lloyd Violet, he didn't have long to bask in the glow of that save because straight from the corner, Young whipped a beautiful delivery into the near post. McLean met it perfectly with a glancing header. And Lloyd Violet, well, frankly, misjudged it. It all happened quickly. Young and McLean did their parts well. Lloyd Filer again tried to punch a shot away and this time just got the long line. It was like a batsman playing down middle stump and the ball takes his off stump out. Just punched underneath it. Really sloppy goalkeeping. But no question that Wrexham and McLean deserved that goal and Wrexham were ahead. And Wrexham saw the rest of the game out comfortably. By now, Port Vale had lots of teenage debutants on the pitch and they weren't really able to lay a glove on Wrexham in all honesty. Eight minutes were added. Everyone felt pretty relaxed. And indeed, the only other moment worth mentioning as Wrexham saw the game out comfortably was a remarkable decision not to give up Wrexham a penalty. McLean by the corner flag, back heeling it beautifully down the line for Hosanna. Hosanna driving down the goal line, got past Smith and Smith fouled him. Hosanna went down, the ref didn't give it. It was blatant. It's one of those where every angle you see just shows you more and more how it was a penalty. You know, okay, did Smith just stand there and Hosanna ran into him? No. When you look at it from the side, Smith takes a good stride across to block Hosanna. When you look at it from the other side of the pitch from where I was looking, where I was sitting, you can see Smith bring his arm up around him as well as step across and take him out. It's a penalty every day of the week. Remarkable that the linesman who's on the right side for this and the referee between them didn't come up with a penalty kick. But who cares? Wrexham win. It's a, It's a... Another fun evening in front of a very impressive crowd for this competition. Looking at the performances, Mike Nicholas looks like a class keeper. He's sound in the air. He's agile. That save he made with his fingertips, superb. Centre-backs. Um, I thought like, Aaron James had a good game. In the first half, when we were struggling to get out, he was looking to be ambitious and hit the ball down the channels, looking for Waters, a second hole. And he played a couple of really good passes. So in many ways, he was our best outlet in the first half. And he defended solidly enough. Sacrificed for the tactical change. But, you know, I mean, plenty of experience. Wrexham centre-backs being sacrificed by Parkinson when we go four at the back. No shame in that. Next to him, Max Kluwerth was really impressive again. He's so calm in the middle of defence. He intercepts so well, getting good blocks and tackles. He was very, very good. And Boyle, in the first half, had a little bit of trouble, actually. Uh, with Massey when he was cutting inside and with Thomas's pace. But, you know, he, he fought back and made a couple of good recovery tackles and was much more himself in the second half, I thought, when he was more on the front foot driving and making interceptions. That was a good performance. He sort of looked at him in the back four and wondered, would he prefer a back four, maybe? I don't know, but he certainly he and Clueth together in that closing half hour combined well and Boyle enjoyed being the stopper. And... The wing-backs, well, on the right-hand side, Bryce Hosanna, who, of course, isn't registered for the league matches, really went for it, trying to prove his quality. Again, just like a crew, a really good all-round wing-back performance, solid defensively, threatening going forwards. So everything came down the right, really, in the first half, and we were dysfunctional, and it was James feeding Hosanna that was really allowing that to happen. So credit to him for that. On the other side, Dan Davis made his debut as left wing-back. He was sound enough, but um, 
it was difficult for him to get forwards and really make an impact on the game. I mean, to be in a match like that where we're keeping the, the other side of keeping hold of the ball in the first half was quite tricky for him. I thought he did all right. He did okay. Centre mid, I think Young and Davis. I think we both admit didn't go that well in the first half for them. But in the second half, they were improved and more in the game. In the first half, they struggled to offer the link between defence and attack, which Wrexham desperately needed. But they were much better in the second half. Young made a couple of good tackles. Davis had a dangerous pair of shots, which easily could have gone in. And then Liam McLinden, credit to him, I thought was extremely hard-working. And again, joining up on that right-side link-up, he did quite well in the first half when not many other players were really doing that well and then converted to the left-back and was perfectly solid as well. Up front, again, poor Billy Waters, unregistered, worked his guts out, ran like heck, was making runs to try and offer, but it just wasn't sticking for him, unfortunately. And then alongside him, Bickerstaff continues to impress. He just looked so good, makes the ball stick up front. He likes running at people. He had a couple of opportunities driving at the centre-backs when... He had a shot from the edge of the box deflected off target. A couple as well that maybe he should have just hit a bit earlier. But the fact is he, he carries threat. Even in the game where we're not creating, you still feel like he might do something. And it was it was good to see. And then the subs were terrific. I mean, James Jones, you know, James Jones is going to do a credible amount of running anyway. Give him half an hour and he's going to fit it all into those 30 minutes. He was really uh, brought a lot of life to that right side of the diamond. But the big decisive contributions were Mullin, who was just flitting around, looking ever so dangerous. You know, he got the goal, obviously, could have had more than one. Really good performance from Mullin. It, it was sort of, it, it was fun seeing Mullin coming on. So you're like, okay, that's showing what we're really about. But McLean was magnificent. From the moment he came on, he made things happen. He was bullying the young defenders. His energy and effervescence was terrific. And then Neil Williams and I were the chat about, you know, could he be made man of the match? Because the sponsors made him man of the match. And we were sort of conservative last night. And we said, nah, no, we haven't a clue. Decent call, I thought. But actually, on reflection, I, I wouldn't go McLean for man of the match. He came on with us behind. And he just gave, with Mullen and Jones, that spark of quality going forwards, which turned an improved 15 minutes into 30 minutes, which we ran this Port Vale side ragged. Uh, it was absolutely transformative. So, yeah, he only played 29 minutes plus eight minutes added time. But, yeah, I think McLean's got to be the man of the match. A goal and an assist in the same game, and you've come on with 29 minutes left. Yeah, how can I say no? It was great fun. I really enjoyed it. Let's see what we get next round. So the final score of Wrexham 2, Port Vale 1, I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC.